0: Om Namo today we finish up chapter 7, starting with verse 38. Thereafter, at the end of Kali Yuga, when there exists no topics on the surrender of God, even at the residences of so-called saints and respectable gentlemen of the three higher castes, and when the power of government is transferred to the hands of ministers elected from low-born Shudra class, or those less than them, and when nothing is known of the techniques of sacrifice, even by word, at that time, the Lord will appear as the supreme chastiser. At the beginning of creation, there are penance. Myself and Brahma and the Prajapatis, the great sages who generate. Then, during the maintenance of the creation, there are Lord Vishnu, the demigods with controlling powers and the kings of different planets. But at the end, there is irrelation. And then Lord Shiva and the atheists, full of anger, etc. All of them are different representative manifestations of the energy of the supreme power of the Lord. Who can completely describe the prowess of Vishnu? Even the scientist who might have counted the particles of the atoms of the universe cannot do so. Because it is he only who in his form of Trivikrama, moved his leg effortlessly beyond the topmost planet, Satyaloka, up to the neutral state of the three modes of material nature, and all were moved. Neither I nor all the sages born before you know fully the omnipotent personality of Godhead, so how can others who are born after us know about him? What can they know? Even the first incarnation of the Lord, namely Shestra, has not been able to reach the full limit of such knowledge even though he is describing the qualities of the lord with ten hundred faces but anyone who is specifically favored by the supreme lord due to unalloyed surrender under the service of the lord can overcome the insurmountable ocean of illusion and can understand the lord but those who are attached to this body which is meant to be eaten at the end by dogs and shackles cannot do so o narada Although the potencies of the Lord are unknowable and immeasurable still, because we are all surrendered souls, we know how He acts through Yoga Maya potencies. And similarly, the potencies of the Lord are also known to many, including the all-powerful Shiva, the great king of the atheist family, namely Pralada Maharaja, Manu and his wife. Shatrupa, and his sons and daughters. Agna, the father of Vena. Maharaja Janaka, Gadi, Ragu. Visma, Bali. Amartyaaya, Dilipa, Devala. Parashara, Burish Sena. Vibhishana, Hanuman, Shukadeva Goswami, Arjuna, Vidura, etc., etc. Surrendered souls, even from groups leaving sinful lives, such as women, the laborer class, the mountaineers, and the Siberians, or even the birds and the beasts, can also know about the science of Godhead and become liberated from the clutches of the illusory energy by surrendering unto the pure devotees of the Lord, and by following in their footsteps in devotional service. What is realized as the Absolute Brahma is full of unlimited bliss without grief. That is certainly the ultimate phase of the Supreme Enjoyer, Lord Vishnu. He is eternally void of all disturbances and is fearless. He has complete consciousness as opposed to manner uncontaminated and without distinctions. He is the principal primeval cause of all causes and effects, in whom there is no sacrifice for fruitive actions, and whom the illusory energy does not stand. In such a transcendental state, there is no need of artificial control of the mind, mental speculation, or meditation as performed by the yogis. One gives up such processes as the heavenly king Indra forgoes the trouble to dig a well. Lord Vishnu is the supreme master of everything, auspicious, because the results of whatever actions are performed by living being in either the material or spiritual existence are awarded by the Lord. As such, he is the ultimate benefactor. Every individual living entity is unborn, and therefore even after the annihilation of the material elementary body, the living entity exists exactly like the air within the body. Ah, My dear son, I have now explained in brief the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is creator of the manifested worlds. Without him, there are no other causes of the phenomenal and noumenal existences. Ah, Narada, the science of God, Srimad Bhagavatam, was spoken to me in summary by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and it was spoken as the accumulation of his diverse potencies. Please expand the science yourself. Please describe the science of Godhead with determination, and in a manner by which it will be quite possible for the human being to develop transcendental devotional service unto Lord Vishnu, Hari, the Supersoul of every living being, and the Summon Bonum source of all energies. The Lord's activities of association with this different energy should be described, appreciated and heard in accordance with the teachings of the Supreme Lord. If this is done regularly with devotion and respect, one is sure to get out of the illusory energy of the Lord. Let's complete this chapter. So you'll excuse me, verses 43 for 45. let name after name after name. And I skipped through some of them. Probably murdered a few of them. Um, I basically skipped a few names that looked familiar to me. I actually don't really know who these people are. Maybe we've mentioned them, but... I have no idea, so I just felt... It already slowed it down reading those about The few names I did. But I didn't want to skip it completely. So I guess that part of the chapter, would that be, um, uh, would that, would this be called in like, if, if we we're reading the Bible, like the, the um, what is the Revelations? Book of Revelations? This is the end all, the end earth, and the end of earth is irreligious. The end of earth is, is darkness. People say all the time, oh, we're, we're in the end, we're in the end. I make this video in 2022. People are like, oh, you know, look at what happened over the last couple of years. Look at what happened, X, Y, Z. This is the end of the earth. And I always say... Well, okay, okay, according to my religion, the end of the Earth is when all religion is gone. When we don't have anything. It's all lost, like some science fiction movie. Is it lost? No. I'm doing this video, which means at least one person is reading this book, which means it's not lost. And I'm putting this out for you, which means you're listening. Two people are reading. And that's all it takes to not be lost, I believe. Is just for a few people to keep it going. Plus, if you look all around you, maybe traditional religions are suffering, like Catholicism or Orthodox Judaism. Maybe organized religions are having issues, but spirituality is alive and well. You hear it all the time. Religious, I'm not religious, but I'm I'm spiritual. I actually say the opposite. I'm not spiritual anymore. I'm religious. I don't want to be spiritual. I want, I want... tradition i want to keep that tradition alive but i don't have to because as long as there's people out there seeking something i believe it keeps something alive thus the world is not over it's not over now maybe this would say maybe someone would say if if we lose the tradition and it's all sort of a new age thing then it is lost because it's a delusionary religion i believe a lot of new age stuff is is questionable And I've said that before, that's nothing new here. And if you're on this channel, you you probably are seeking something deeper, so I'm not worried about offending you. Anyways, thoughts, comments, anything you'd like, please put down below. Also, feel free to email me if you want to speak in private. You can also argue with me, I'm fine with that too. I will read every comment. Um, And, um, yeah, with that being said, I'll see you in the next video, Chapter 8.